3: is the problem you can need to
1: calm down get a little less politically correct and i would say you know love everybody
2: you clearly don't know who you're talking to so let me clue you in this
1: is a freak show an intergalactic freak show yeah, what do you make of that
2: it's about right i keep telling my colleagues um, that this is the new normal god help us all hold
1: on a sec i'm gonna get me a beer
2: who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to jack
0: armstrong and joe getty
1: well uh, jack armstrong and joe getty who host the popular uh, radio talk show ask the same question of their listeners and here's their response
0: a new one-day record i give you america this is ed mcmahon and now here's armstrong and Some sort of jackpot going on outside the radio station. Really? Lots of cop cars and cars really? pulled in. I don't know what's going on. Everybody's hiding in the jackpot. Somebody huh? got themselves into a jackpot.
4: But did they get their shot? Come on, Tommy!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Live from Studio C. yours! Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Julian Assange. And why is he the general manager? He just got arrested in London. They dragged him out of the Ecuadorian embassy with his long-flowing David Letterman-ripped Van Winkle beard, threw him into British Huskow soon to be deported, extradited to the United States, where he will be tried for high crimes and misdemeanors. What did he get arrested for? Uh, it's a, an extradition arrest. Yeah. That, that the whole sexual assault thing got dismissed a long time ago. Uh, but the U.S. is having him extradited for uh, the, the, the espionage. Probably heard eight news stories talking about him being arrested. Never mentioned what he was arrested for. I thought that'd be the sort of thing you'd put in the the first line. Is, uh, yeah, you might uh, think what well, you what you're arrested um, for. Yeah. I think that'd be right up there. But yeah, yeah, well, too complicated a sentence, maybe he got no friends now. He's arrested for having no friends anymore. <laughs> so they actually <laughs> sent uh, people in there to arrest him right? inside the embassy. Right.
1: Huh? Ecuadorian ambassador opened the door and said, come on in. But! He's right over there. Yeah,
0: but but I, I thought I could, but I didn't. What if I hug it? Right. <sighs> and he has a beard? Uh, yeah. The old David Letterman beard. Did he think he could uh, say I'm not Julian Assange. And slip out the back with that beard on. I left yesterday. I'm old Ike. (laughs) Now, for people who don't follow the news closely, who is Julian Assange? He's the uh, guy, uh, co-founder of WikiLeaks. And uh, that was the organization that, with uh, the aid of Bradley, now Chelsea Manning, Mm -hmm. leaked a tremendous amount of information about the United States intelligence services and cables and emails and all sorts of stuff. and uh, Got some people dead, according to some. So, I'm watching the video of them taking him out. Is he fighting it, or is he unable to walk at this point in his life? Is
5: it... not going willingly. It was the old passive resistance thing, I think. How old is Julian Assange? We have an age on him. I know he's three years younger than Paul Rudd, but I don't know what that is in actual <laughs> human years. What, a, what an interesting thing to know. What That's an interesting odd.
0: thing to know. You know his age in relationship to a famous actor, but you don't know the ages of either. That is really interesting. I'd like to uh, drill down on that. One. How how in the world did you become aware of the discrepancy in ages between the two? How tall is he? I don't know, but he's three inches taller than Tom Cruise. So Julian Assange is
5: forty seven, and so because of this, uh, from the Twitter feed, that somebody took the still of him looking like a a, a reclusive hermit. Yes, with his David Letterman beard. And said, put it side-by-side against the photo of Paul Rudd, who never ages, and says it's weird that Julian Assange is three years younger than Paul Rudd. Makes sense. And Um, uh, Assange is 47 years old, Paul Rudd is 50, the math checks out. Clearly.
0: I remember when Julian Assange first hit the scene and he was on 60 Minutes, I think, and He's an interesting guy. I mean, he's put a lot of thought into this, and he's you know he's got a philosophy and all this sort of stuff about transparency and governments and everything like that. The problem being, as we've pointed out during the years, all this transparency is always about the United States and right. never about Cuba or Russia or China or any of these awful countries around the world where they treat their people so badly. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. Worth noting, if he was an enemy of Putin, he'd be dead right now of poison. The United States is having him extradited. He will be tried and have attorneys to defend his rights and the rest of it. There are a hell of a lot more people people being abused in many countries around the world than in the United States. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how that whole thing turns out. That is a good-looking beard, though. Hey, what are you doing? I've got some gold to mine. Why
2: are you carrying me out?
0: We're watching the video.
2: <laughs> Looks like they arrested
0: a gold miner in the My Ecuadorian granny. embassy. <laughs> I haven't been this angry since the uh, government poke. No, uh,
5: so. uh, President Polk was in the White House. <laughs> Somebody's going to
0: jump my claim.
5: He looks like somebody who wears the pajamas with the little trap door in the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, who, who, who feed my mule? <laughs> Anyway, let's introduce. He does look like Letterman. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start. Then I gave the thumbs up. Hey, everything's going great. Things are going (laughs) good. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. According to plan. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) On schedule. Carried out by my feet with a long beard. (laughs) In the cameras, just what I wanted. Things are good. (laughs) <laughs> Winning. Winning. Let's introduce everybody to the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How right, this morning, Michael?
1: That's a good message for the kids. No matter what the situation, be positive.
2: Yeah, Exactly. That's right. Why yeah. not? What's right. the downside? Thumbs right. up, huh? Yeah. All
1: right. uh, the joys of home ownership, though... Um, I uh, had a smoke alarm that started chirping, and you got to take the battery out, and I, so I know. So I get the ladder, take out the battery, put this back in, and go to test it. Well, it turns out these smoke alarms throughout the house are all attached to each other. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know this could happen, and so they all start going off at one time. Oh, no. Did you ever consider there
0: was a fire in your
1: house? No. <laughs> I thought that, but no. Was um, then I
0: noticed the smoke. <laughs>
1: So I just got my hearing back about 30 minutes ago Testing or so. those
0: things. So I put new batteries in mine the other day for whatever reason. And that test button, good God, can you have a test button that's like half the volume or something? You test are going to press the test.
5: Right. And you're deafened for a day. <laughs> right. What?
0: Jeez. Yeah, I know. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
5: Doing very well. A quick apology to uh, one Billy Eilish uh the the pop star who i have been uh, saying is going to be the next big thing and i've been mispronouncing her name as billie eilish I've only seen it typed. Mm-hmm. I guess it's E-I-L, but I always took it because I only saw it typed. The the I and the L kind of look like the same in certain typefaces. And What's her, her height in uh, comparison to, say, Paul Rudd? <laughs> <It's> much shorter <laughs> than Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's actually pretty tall. Really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Really interesting.
0: Let's just do everything in relation to Paul Rudd for the rest of the day. I'm, <laughs> I'm in favor of that. <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
1: I'll tell you something. Thanks to the Internet... I am having a lot of trouble getting a haircut.
5: <laughs> Thanks to the internet. Hold on, I'm putting getting popcorn. This is going to be good. I'm having <laughs> trouble getting a haircut. All right. Okay?
1: Two places I went to, what checked in, gave my name, and how long's it going to be? Oh, just a five, ten minutes maybe. So, I'm sitting there waiting to get clipped, and in both places, I get bumped for people yeah. who made their appointments online.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that happen too. So, your old timey, you sit down and you're next in line. Yep. Yeah, you're next in line until somebody with an online appointment walks in. Right.
1: What? Yeah. So, I left both the establishments in a huff, never going back. There you go. Right. Never going back. Well, you tell them. Find yeah.
0: somebody with some scissors around here and maybe just trim me up a little bit. Exactly. I like the old timey. We all sit and we know who's next. Sure. Yeah, talking whatever. That's the way they do it at my barber shop. None of this fancy pants online garbage. Exactly. <laughs> Julian Assange will hack in and know where you're getting your haircut. Wanted to go in and get you're my my uh,
1: flat top cleaned up. And uh, <laughs> exactly. you know, it's like, you're high and tight. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a good look. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, April 11th, year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Look at you with your hair twice the length of Paul Rudd's. All right, let's begin <laughs> the show now. According to FCC rules, what right, at Mark? Hold but on a a second. Second.
4: It is possible. This is the shot of him being taken from <clears throat> the Ecuadorian embassy by British police.
0: Oh, my God, look
1: at him. Wow. Look at him. The beard. I have not seen him looking like that. Clearly, not being taken willingly. He's being dragged uh, uh, to an extent to the police van.
4: You know, that's uh, what they call uh, colloquially the perp walk or the grab shot, and that is a fascinating one.
0: That's, yeah, it wasn't a perp walk. It was a perp carry. <laughs> Boy, listening to that, it's amazing that uh, CNN is the 10th uh, ranked cable uh, channel and, and declining. What are a, they bad? It was a perp carry.
3: <clears throat> eh,
0: I think if I ever get arrested, I'm going to go ahead and walk. I don't know. Watching that, I'm not sure being carried is a good look. I don't think that makes you look stronger or anything. Do a few dance steps. Huh? Yeah, a little soft shoe. Exactly. Like those people who get DUIs alongside the road. <laughs> Did you see that one recently with the guy dancing the whole time? Oh, it was yeah. quite entertaining. Yep. Why not? <laughs> um no wrong against the, dancing, Jack. <laughs> what, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well,
1: we'll have more on the Assange arrest and carry. Attorney General Barr's comments about surveillance of the Trump campaign actually promoting a ton of fallout. God, I'd say. And it turns out Amazon employees really are listening Thanks. to what you tell Alexa.
0: Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Shock. Yeah, but we won't use the information. No. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, outstanding. Very nice. We have uh, requests, demands, suggestions, opinions. Little little of everything. How soon will Julian Assange be in the United States? Like, is he coming straight here, or will it be like nine months of legal wrangling before he gets here? Do you have any idea? I think they've already worked worked out an agreement. That's my guess. So is he on a plane to the United States? It could be this weekend, certainly. Hmm. And do we shave his beard? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's part of the process. I don't don't think that's a thing, as the kids (laughs) say. More on all this coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The conscience of the nation.
4: The Armstrong
5: and
0: Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? Welcome.
2: I feel
0: And the gentle strains of the Brothers Mumford there. Mailbag. I was trying to figure out how to turn down the volume on the TV in the lunchroom. Somebody's got the volume cranked up so loud in the lunchroom. Pump it, pump it. That might have been me. I was trying to hear it over the microwave. Very loud. Yeah, well, it's very important I hear the news. I was hearing an ad about walk-in tubs at a very high volume. (laughs) That's probably not necessary. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Justice William O. Douglas. That's twice, I think, uh, William O. has been Uh quoted in recent days. I love this. I love it, I love it, I love it. Since when have we Americans been expected to bow submissively to authority and speak with awe and reverence to those who represent us? What? I love that. That's why we'll generally, uh, when we talk to a senator, we'll greet him as, uh, Senator, how are you? Do you mind if we call you Jim? And they almost always say yes, unless their name isn't Jim. Then they're just confused. Yeah, my since, name is Melanie. That would be odd. Why would I call? Why would you call me Jim? Since when have we Americans been expected to bow submissively to authority and speak with awe and reverence to those who represent us? Take that. Since, since never. That's what I say, huh? Please, well, let's see. That's uh, that's okay. Yeah, well, all right. This one. Uh, hey, friends. It's been a while since I've written, friends um i'm begging the audience we have uh members that provide monday shower thoughts contributors of freedom love and quotes obscure tax laws compilations of things jack's never done and of course the band names can someone please please oh please create a montage of joe's rants that would be an honor if you would montageify my rants case in point yesterday's screed on taxes i'm begging have a good day see busy always good to hear from see busy um, uh, uh, well, we put it out as a video, right? The, my only objection to the video, Hanson, which is beautifully done, is that it doesn't make it clear what I'm talking about. Um, uh, fundamental reform of the tax code. I mean, it becomes clear later, but eh, it's up to you. Great art leaves the interpretation up right. to the consumer. Right? Is that what we're going for here? Great, great art. Great yeah. art. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not okay art. Uh, Oh my. Prostitution. Writes Tim. Uh, the topic of uh, decriminalizing, legalizing prostitution has come up and been discussed several different ways during uh, last uh, several days of the show. Has anyone studied the studied the unintended consequences of illegal prostitution? You know, rape, human slavery, drug addiction, unreported income, and what the income is spent on. Coming from a simpleton, I'd rather it was legal and regulated than in the hands of Paul the Pimp. Yeah, that's another angle of it. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting. It's like like so many things that have. Um, I mean, if you're if you're talking about postal rates, it's not that complicated an analysis. But this is law and morality and, and well, sex part, and disease. Some of and that stuff exploitation. You, some of that stuff you would be able to quantify and figure out in a couple of years. Um, tax a variety of things you'd be able to figure out. You would mm-hmm. not be able to figure out the effect on culture. Because right. that would be slow and over time and hard to nail down. Right. What does that do to people's views of sex, marriage, relationship? I don't know. I don't know if it has a negative effect or a positive effect. I doubt it has a positive effect. Um, and there was a big old international study we mentioned. I think it was late in the show yesterday, as I recall. But um, it, it showed that human trafficking, black market sex, exploitive slavery, horrifying sex worker you know, exploitation increases. When you legalize prostitution. Which is interesting. And even without that problem, would you guess that on average men's attitudes about women get better or worse with more prostitution? I'm guessing they'd get worse with more of an idea of, you know, women are for my pleasure, or at least partially.
5: I don't know. I don't know that That's a really interesting question. In a similar way that gun regulation discussions almost seem meaningless in light of the the technological advancement of 3D printing that's coming mm-hmm. around. Yeah. I think that whatever equation people are discussing with legalized prostitution changes drastically when the whole sex robot industry becomes sex bots. Yeah, when it sex, always comes back to sex bots. Sex bot like that's right. that's going to be another well,
0: those thing. those would be legal,
5: right? Maybe sure. but
0: you're, you're thinking so people won't need a prostitute. You can I'm, get a I'm thinking robot. it's a it's right. a
5: variable in the equation that will drastically change whatever Could thing be. that we have. In in these next year or so. You imagine, Michael, middle of the night, your sex bot,
0: its batteries were, uh, you know, worn out and they start beeping at you real loud. That'd be <laughs> horrible. that would be annoying? Or the thing goes in the fritz and mangles somebody's junk. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you don't want that. Uh, oh, no, we can't legalize prostitution, writes Nancy, because that would allow sex workers to make their own money, thus creating more small businesses. And those unintended consequences are better controlled by porn makers or somebody. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Ray uh, from Beautiful Pioneer, California says I always enjoy the contrast when you play back an Obama speech That advocates a position um, Which is now, of course, utterly unthinkable Or or similar to Republicans Uh, What Trump should do just once is make a speech that repeats verbatim uh, A a speech of Obama's or another Democrats Maybe Hillary's And see how the media reacts Then point out the obvious hypocrisy after the hype Sit back and watch the fun Trump did tweet out that speech from Obama about illegal immigration a while back because it was so clearly closer to his side of the view than (laughs) other people. And finally, Mark has reached two conclusions from this uh, week's headlines. Number one, taking away all responsibility from a person results in a person who is irresponsible. And you do not cure the ills of third world countries by becoming one. Agreed. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy, the S-word spying got thrown around yesterday by the Attorney General, and everybody got their uh, underwear in a bundle. I was watching the cable news. Is that what that was? And that's what that was. That's what that feeling was. Your underwear in a bundle. Bundleware. Let's learn more about that with uh, Marshall Phillips in the news.
1: First out of the box, WikiLeaks co-founder Julian Assange could soon be headed to the U.S. after his arrest at the Ecuadorian embassy in London. UK officials confirming the request by the United States for Assange extradition is for an alleged computer-related offense.
0: Oh, hacking. Right. Is He's that, a hack. How big a charge is that, though? Huge. Is it? I don't know. Well, I just wonder, is this a, he yeah. gets two years in jail and he's out, or is this a major deal? Well, this is uh, the, the basis upon which he was arrested. There could be a great deal more.
2: We'll have to see.
0: If he's extradited to the U.S., Assange could be
1: facing charges connected to the posting of classified information.
0: So anyway, later today, the Justice Department supposedly going to outline all the charges. It's going to be a really interesting case to watch unfold, and we're going to be talking to Tim, the lawyer, about something different next week. But uh, it might be uh, worth uh, conversing with him about this a little bit, because they're going to make the claim, we're journalists. We right. just published mm-hmm. that which is leaked to us. And that is not actionable in the United States, except in very rare circumstances. That, yeah, that's an interesting. Yep. That'd be an interesting argument to make. And the U.S. Uh, the government's going to portray them as a hostile, uh, non-state intelligence service. And, and I would say non-state barely. I think they're fully sponsored by Putin. But it'll be interesting to see unfold. Lot
1: of reaction to Attorney General William Barr's testimony before a Senate committee Wednesday.
0: That I, I think there was a spying did occur. Yes, I think spying did occur. Against Donald Trump's 20... Can can we back that up just a second, though? And maybe we ought to come up with the audio. It seems to me that the woman questioning him brought up the S-word. Yes. Okay, so she introduced the word spying. He might not have chosen that word otherwise. Right. Which is a major point of this whole story. Now, Barr later qualified his remarks when he was asked by
1: Hawaii Democrat Brian Schatz. Do you want to rephrase what you're doing Because I think the word spying uh, could cause uh, everybody in the cable news ecosystem to freak out. And I think it's necessary for you to be precise with your language here. You normally are, and I want to give you a chance to be especially precise here.
0: Um, I'm not sure of all the um, connotations of that word that you're referring to, but, you know,
5: unauthorized surveillance...
0: I want to make sure there was no unauthorized surveillance. Okay, thank you. Is, is, cool. that, is that more appropriate in your mind? I,
3: th-
1: this is your call. I really did want to give you a chance to to say it how you wanted to say it and make sure that you didn't uh, misspeak, because you, you talked for a long time, you had yesterday, and I want to make sure that you use the words that you want to use.
2: Yeah.
0: Schatz a- is a pretty, pretty name, isn't it? Was that a Republican <laughs> or a Democrat? That was a Democrat that asked the question. Um... Uh, so, yeah, people having their hair in a bundle. Okay, so so I'll call it unauthorized surveillance. Does that make people happy? Or even I'm not ex- unjustifiable surveillance. I'm, I'm not exactly sure why it makes so much difference, which I, word you use. I don't think it does to a single human being who's not in the news business or politics. Right. I think it is a distinction without a difference and just a stupid political... You know, to, to, to ball to kick back so and forth. So st- he's still going to look into whether it was justified or not yes. to surveil, spy, listen to, whatever you want to call it, right. Yes, the Trump campaign. Peekaboo. You can call it whatever you want. Peekaboo. Call it peekaboo. <laughs> that Shot. would not po- help the conversation. The stupidity of politics is rivaled only by the stupidity of the media. Pile of shats. That's what I say. Huh. <laughs> House Speaker Nancy Pelosi slamming Barr over his comments about the
1: FBI spying surveillance on the Trump campaign.
3: How very, very dismaying and disappointing that the chief law enforcement officer of our country is going off the rails.
0: Uh, a lot of talk like that yesterday, including yep. is, uh, is um, Mr. Barr still mentally okay? <laughs> is he healthy? <laughs> um, it might be a sign that he's not healthy. He's right. clearly become a uh, Trump surrogate, is right. no longer working as an independent uh, keeper of the law, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because he used the word spy instead of surveil. Right, so exactly. That's where we are. Yeah, I heard a sad-voiced Congress uh, moron this morning on CNN talking about how, you know, the Attorney General is supposed to be the Attorney General for all Americans, and I just, I'm, I'm afraid now. And then he was trying to make the point that uh, he went on to just uh, to further burnish his credentials as a liar. He said, you know, and he needs to release that Mueller report, every single word of it right now. And, of course, the (laughs) CNN hack didn't say, well, that would be violating quite a few laws. Do you think the attorney general ought to violate all those laws? But so it's just so, oh, my God, cable news and politics were made for each other.
1: Turns out Amazon employees are indeed listening to what you tell Alexa. Blue- How dare you? Bloomberg reporting thousands of Amazon employees around the world listen to voice recordings captured by Echo's owners' devices in order to help improve Alexa, the digital assistant that powers But them.
0: do they tell you if they say, would you like to participate in this program in which we try to improve the product, we will be listening and I check a box or sign a piece of paper, that's fine. But if they just randomly do this to people, that's not Okay. Your your idea is hilarious. Please, (laughs) The voice
1: recordings are transcribed, annotated, and fed back into the software to help
0: improve Alexa's understanding of speech. When, When we find out that the various companies that have these smart speakers are listening to our conversations and compiling data... That is going to be the least surprising thing that has happened in my entire life. Right. But it's going to be a big news story. Oh, my God. Can you believe they're doing so you believe they can listen to our conversations and how often we mention Tide or Nike or this TV show or whatever. They could do that and it would be worth lots of money to people, but they aren't just because it wouldn't be nice. That's what you believe. I mean, you're a sap. You know, to tie all the stories of the day together, I think, it, it reminds me a great deal of when it wasn't uh, Bradley Manning, but the old, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Snowden dude, yeah. when uh, we found out that the NSA is doing all sorts of hinky spying on Americans. Well, it's for your own good. It's, it's our, our purposes are pure, so don't worry about it. We wouldn't do anything nefarious. Please, come on. And especially Amazon, Facebook, and Google. You people have zero trust in the bank. Zero. In fact, you're
1: overdrawn. Bloomberg also reporting the employees use their chat rooms to share funny recordings and sometimes hear things that Echo users likely wouldn't have wanted them to hear. Shocking. No audio is supposed to be stored by people's Echo unless it hears the wake word. But Bloomberg says Alexa will sometimes mistakenly begin recording without a prompt and the workers are required
0: to transcribe that audio as well mistakenly and they keep it and post it online where it's eminently hackable and the rest of it all right lovely and there are some employees that i'm guaranteeing have the ability to figure out oh that's my boss's echo or that's my ex-girlfriend's echo or whatever probably yeah yeah of course it's got an address there you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty show, The Conscience
5: of the Nation. Uh, uh excuse me, Mr. Tommy Lee Jones, would you like to address Joe Getty's use of the word hinky? Well, what does that mean, Vicks, hinky? Oh, strange. Weird. Well, why don't you say strange or weird? I mean, hinky, that has no meaning.
1: Well, we say hinky? I
5: don't want you guys using words when I mean got no meaning. I'm taking the stairs and walking
0: well, <laughs> don't use words around me that have no meaning. My apologies. <laughs> Hilarious. Al Gore's college roommate. That's right. Isn't that fascinating? What wonder if they went and got their abductors rubbed together. So, uh, the arrest of Julian Assange with his letterman beard and his vacant stare and his thumbs up, that was a good arrest. But it wasn't a great arrest. It's a good excuse to play the tape of the best arrest of all time. Fantastic. Coming up in a moment we We'll play that. One of it's... our favorite things ever. If you've heard it, you want to hear it again. If you haven't heard it, it's so darned entertaining. A uh, new poll that's out on uh, Trump and the economy and a bunch of different things has some interesting numbers in it, among other stuff on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation.
0: Biggest story of the day, but it's the most recent big story of the day is Julian Assange was arrested in that embassy he'd been holed up in for years, where he ran his WikiLeaks business and mostly outed secret information on the United States. It's mostly what he's been doing for years. Sure. Yeah. yeah. He's under arrest now. Him and his beard. He's got a beard now. The beard will be deported this weekend. Assange shortly thereafter. Was he a, to the United States. How many years has he been holed up in there? Seven years. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow, time goes by. Um, did he have uh, any uh, companionship? Any uh, l- 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 girlfriends? Ham uh,
5: Anderson visited him a couple times. They nice. had kind of a, a rumored tryst going on. Ham oh, Anderson my. of Baywatch
0: fame. Yeah, yeah. Yes. she's
5: already responded to the uh, oh, yeah. to the the scurrilous uh, arrest today as well. Yeah, she's made a statement mm-hmm. finally. <laughs> you know, if
0: I need an opinion on breast implants or Tommy Lee of what's uh, what's his name of. Uh, Motley, Crue? Motley of Crew. What's its name? Mm. Are you completely f- unfamiliar with the hot biopic about the Motley Crue? I've heard about it. My goodness, haven't gotten her yet. It's, uh, it's on my list. Uh, at any rate, uh, so more on Assange at all. Uh, Pamela Anderson coming up, but he was arrested and uh, drug out, and uh... it was a good arrest, but not a great arrest. This is the greatest arrest of all time.
4: Just you just assured me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. We're not assuring anything. We're under arrest. Look, I'm under underwater. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis, people. Get some cups. Why did you do this in the car. Get some cups. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal. A succulent Chinese meal. Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well.
0: <laughs> I see that you know your judo well.
4: I you
0: should start a charitable foundation. Maybe we'll uh what do you call it the uh, where you give money online, go fund me uh and raise millions of dollars. If anybody can surpass that <laughs> in terms of mouthiness while being arrested, they will r- receive the entire prize.
4: <laughs> what is the charge? Eating a meal a succulent Chinese meal
0: Ha-ha. <laughs> <Mayor? laughs>
4: Where do you learn that
0: inflection? I don't know. This
4: is the bloke who got me on the penis, people.
0: I see you know your judo well.
5: Now <laughs> yeah, where do you come uh, from?
4: Ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well.
5: <laughs> and like all great things, the more I listen to it, I have a new favorite part each time. This is my new favorite part.
4: Look, I'm under what? I'm under what? <laughs> And and, and the voices of the cops.
0: I wish the mic was a little closer and you could hear the voices of the cops more clearly. Because they're like, just get in the car. (laughs) You're under arrest. I'm
4: I'm under what?
0: What? Arrest. Get in the car.
4: Get your hand off my penis.
2: Oh, boy.
0: So Trump is tweeting out some poll numbers today that he's proud of. uh, From, what is this organization? Georgetown Politics. Huh. I don't know Georgetown
5: politics. I assume it's, is it the university? Or, or is, is that, is that different than this one? Is that a different? Is that the same as this one? They both have the 58% economy thing, so I'm, I, I believe that's the same one. Okay. And yeah, it's from the university, as I understand it. So okay. Trump's uh, tweeting out a
0: 55% overall approval rating, 58% approval on the economy from the Georgetown politics. And he had 53% in Rasmussen the other day, which are high numbers for him. And uh, breaking down some of the other stuff that you've got. Um, Jobs is high at 57%. uh, This and that. But here's a couple of numbers I thought were interesting. Uh, Turn the page. i got too many pages. Um, Turn the page. I'm always always, always interested in people who feel the country's going in the wrong direction. Because you never know what that means. Right. Half of them think it's going too liberal; the other half too conservative. So it really doesn't tell you much. Uh, seven and ten have an unfavorable impression of Congress, including fifty-eight percent of Democrats, sixty-seven percent of Independents, and seventy-six percent of Republicans. How could you possibly have a positive opinion of Congress? I can't even imagine what your argument is.
5: I I don't know. Maybe they just think the Capitol's pretty, and it is. You're saying that shouldn't be a part of the the factor. <laughs> For people who don't like Trump, they really don't like Trump. Yeah.
0: So as of his unfavorable numbers, forty-eight percent have a strong unfavorable opinion, compared to only twenty-seven percent of a strong favorable opinion. So that that's a record. They think the deep dislike. Yeah. For uh, for the man. Yeah, driving the president's poor approval numbers are well. If you want to say that they're pretty good right now, so yeah. Wait a minute, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. That's some spin. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the trouble with any assessment of polls. They always have so much spin in them. Um, his, I mean they're um, not a, great. His but approval they're numbers, okay, they're good. Have been low throughout his presidency, but right. as of today, where we stand, they're pretty good. They're right. higher than Obama's were at this point. Right. Um, I'm sure the average is much lower for Trump than Obama, but right at this point in the presidency, Trump's higher. Half of voters currently say they find the president's style and comments to be frequently insulting and believe that he has the wrong approach on too many issues, including 47% of independents. Um, 23% of independents believe the president tells it like it is and has the right approach. A third of voters approve of the president's job performance overall State say they are at least somewhat bothered by his style and tone. So a third of the approval people say... I have some problems with the style and tone. Yeah, we've got to go back to our new. Uh, How would you not? I, I, yeah, we got to go back to our new approach of you say what you are talking about, then the number because I I don't oh, know sorry. what that number I'm was. Sorry. No, yeah. it's you know maybe I just need to concentrate. No, I am doing it wrong. I am doing it wrong. I have the first cold I've had in a long time. Might even be a couple of years, and then I've noticed a steep decline in my mental acuity. You need wow. to have your acuity decline. Are you taking cold medicine? I got a foggy head. Nope, not a thing. Not yet. No cold I'm, medicine. I'm Go take some ibuprofen, but. Hmm. No, I just I feel foggy. So, of people who approve of the president, one third say they are still at least somewhat bothered by his style and tone. I'm not surprised by that at all. In no, fact, I was going to guess that, and I've quoted a friend of mine who who used to say, you know, I wish Trump would do stop doing this, and he got to cut this out, and it's dumb when he does that. And now he just says, you know, blanket, I'm I'm pro-Trump because he's gotten tired of the constant media attacks. I wonder if the number of people who've just kind of gotten used to the fact that the guy is hard to take, because he is hard to take. I I, I think a number of people, what number? I don't know, maybe 5%, have said, yeah, yeah, he he is hard to take. But policy-wise, he keeps coming down uh, on things the way I see them. And so, yeah, all right, he's got my approval. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know, but I just wonder if we're into a new era in terms of how much we like our president. You know, we've disliked Congress for many years. Mm-hmm. Many years, Congress has been way, way, way underwater, but the president does okay. I wonder if we're going to move into an era where the president is lower on the number. Hillary and oh, Trump. Oh, just all presidents. Yeah. Oh. Hillary hmm. and Trump were the two, had the two lowest approval ratings of any two major candidates that have ever run for president.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Same year, same election, you had the two lowest. Right. Amazing. I just wonder if we're into a new era. Mm, could be, or were they particular characters? Jack, time will tell. They are particular characters. Mm-hmm. Hillary and Trump are—they're their own things. The only person who could possibly lose to Donald Trump ran against him, and the only person who could have lost to Hillary Clinton ran against her, and he ended <laughs> up uh, nipping, nipping her. Yeah. So I just wonder if we're my into my nose. Back in the day, Congress would have approval ratings. Over over 50%. People would yeah. say, yeah, I like Congress. Now now it's always way down there. Right. Um, well, they're cowardly do-nothings is why, I think. I just wonder if we're headed that direction for uh, presidents also. So a couple of criticisms of the program um, for those gifted with the, the next fine hour. Uh, and we will respond to those criticisms and assess their uh, veracity, their accuracy, whether they're legit or not. Because we're not afraid of a little criticism around here. Depends on what it is. We're fine. Depends on what it is. You know, like, personal shots aren't aren't nice. It's just it's rude. We're sticklers for good manners around here. And you smell bad. You mean like that sort of thing? Oh, or? yeah. See, there's no need for that. Number one, you, we don't. How do you feel about constructive criticism in general? Oh, uh, it's okay. It's fine. It's, you know, it's yeah, It's in the eye of the beholder, though. I've, heard, right. I've, I've seen many things... Portrayed as constructive criticism, where I'm, I'm not sure where the constructive part was. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> they are here to help you. <laughs> well, the the, uh, the phrase "you suck" is a gentle reminder not to. <laughs> you can personally uh, possibly avoid it. Yeah. Well, this this whole thing of radical candor, radical honesty, is yes. really catching hold. They talked about it on 60 Minutes Sunday night. Ah, yes. It's a great idea. Maybe we need more of that in our in our in our lives. Here, here, some radical honesty.
4: information.